you know how they say uh like some things are bad habits and good habits are like turn into obsessions yeah yeah well so basically what i did uh, as you crack a bush latte apple podcast for the after this oh oh fair but anyway uh so basically what I've done is I've compiled a list on Spotify of every Joe Rogan experience podcast I want to listen to. <laughs> it's not surprising at all. <laughs> so so good. Oh my gosh. No, he's amazing. He was oh I uh, we'll talk about what he did later. He says some uh, dumb shit sometimes, but still. Well yeah, he's drunk or high on right. every episode. Not but every. the one most of them, but the one thing I like about him is he's just a straight shooter, and he's—I mean—he gets paid a lot of money to talk. I mean, that would be—that uh, would be amazing. But 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 we can we can we can say this: we we are trying to be like him in some aspects, where we just kind of talk. We don't really have a—we have a set thing to talk about, but if we get off on tangents and stuff, it's totally fine. Yeah, and we're trying to do that more and more. Um, this, but, is, this show is not just about sports people. No, that's very true. And actually, I'm turning on Discovery Channel right now to watch Shark Week as we do this. But uh, anyways, all the X Points podcast episode, as you just said, Jordan. I said that on the phone. You can't you can tell people as I just said it. No, but I wanted to take it, but I wanted to give you credit at the same time. So, right. so this is our Jordan episode. Yeah, the Jordan episode. So I'm just going to hop right into the podcast for the week because this is from the person who must clearly feel bad about not listening to our podcast, Mr. Mike Pisani. Uh, Kelly went up to see Dana for her baby shower for her their number two coming. I guess it's called a sprinkle. And he brought me Excuse back. Me? Or he's, it's called a sprinkle when you have a second kit because it's not as big of a baby shower, but it's like a little sprinkle. It's like a little sprinkle. Like putting what sprinkles the, on top. What the what the frick man but this beer is great lakes brewing company it is title title fury imperial hazy ipa and it's coming in at a whopping eight percent alcohol a 40 ibu i don't know what that means so it's a, it is, you say it's a hazy ipa yeah i remind so that, you i don't hides the alcohol well i don't really know i don't i'm not a big ipa person but i like brew dog elvis juice Oh, yeah. um so this is this can is badass but it's a tempest of tropical fruit aromas rushes from the cloudy depths in in, in this imperial hazy ipa brewed with an epic blast of trident hops fit for a king and on the can is zeus holding a holding whatever the hell he holds in his hand um his trident the and he's the can's like black with like a like a glossy blue look to it. I feel like I know my that. I feel like I know my Greek history and mythology pretty well. Zeus don't hold an F and trident. Well, in this beer, he does. Neptune so, hold a trident. Here we are going to. That's do... why. Hold on, Max. you just confused Neptune and Zeus. Max. Oh <laughs> Well, there's a, there's like <laughs> lightning all around it. Oh wait, is Neptune from the water? Yes. Okay, that makes sense because there's waves. <laughs> But it looks like there's also oh electric God. or electric lightning. On next week's episode, we will give Aaron a brief history uh, lesson of Greek I think mythology. we can call that a nerd history, my friend. Greek mythology? How do you not on. like Greek mythology? Can we can we get to it? I'm gonna give an on the on the Good air Lord. live review of this beer. Here we go. Okay. okay. Before I was rudely interrupted about fucking damn it. Darn it. 
I'm taking the Ravens. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Ooh, it has a little fruitiness at the end. Probably oh. from the trident oh. from Zeus. Exactly. <laughs> I heard that. I didn't hear that, but I heard that. <laughs> Anywho, what are we discussing today, Maximus? Or do so, I need to pull the list up? Because I was the producer this week. I, yeah, I've had a rough three days of work. Uh, then I'll explain also why I'm dead tired in a few minutes. But uh, we are going to give a brief NBA Finals update since there's weirdly, oddly, only been one game since our last podcast. Yeah, and yes, we are recording on Wednesday. Yeah, instead I got to pick Thursday. the boys up tomorrow. It's my fault. I got to be a dad tomorrow. It sucks. Um, we will give our recap of the Loki season finale. Hint, 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 hint nudge, nudge. Um, <laughs> our, our, is our USA Olympic men's basketball team in trouble? Um, we'll briefly talk about a topic Aaron wants to talk about and his Cleveland Browns. We haven't talked about him in a while. I had to sneak him in. Nope. Um, then we are going to talk about why Stephen A. Smith is the worst thing on TV. Yeah. Uh, and we will get into our Mount Rushmore in the honor of Black Widow coming out and Loki finishing up this season. Our Marvel nudge, nudge, hint, slash hint. TV shows. And we're going to forgot we're going to talk about Mr. Snappy Snapperton and his leg. And uh, Mr. Champion, as Dustin I was Poirier. rudely interrupted, what we're going to start with, though, you kill me sometimes. Snappy Snapperton. <laughs> we're going to start with old Conor, Ma- Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. Yeah, uh, I got to watch that live. So, so did I. Here was did my you first watch thought. the fights ahead of time? Sugar Sean O'Malley versus Chris, Dude, whatever that, his name is. That guy took a beating. Two hundred and, and wait, took no. It. I think it, I think I forget the title total. I just saw it. It was was it two hundred something significant strikes in one way or another. That. I don't doubt that one. It bit. was eighty percent uh, hit rate by Sugar Sean, which by the way, Sugar Sean looks absolutely legit. Like what? that dude is gonna be a beast, but oh. so uh, were you upset they stopped the fight? Absolutely, there's 20 uh, seconds left. You, 30 and he, seconds. Wa- and he was swinging. 37 seconds. But you understand why they stopped that fight? Right? Yeah, I understand why they stopped it. But he why? was why? Well, well, because I hear you say it. Well, the dude was about to have brain damage. Okay, thank you. That's why no one in the UFC dies anymore. Yeah, but they I had also, a bad reputation also, for a long time, and they're trying not but to. But if let that's that the case, they should have stopped the fight like ten times before that, because that that what, what was happening right there was not even the worst part. And he was backing up and, and swinging back. He so was. I don't. I just think if at that point in time, let the dude finish. For I mean, he was going to lose. We all know that. But a TKO, I don't know if it matters that much because if anyone remembers that fight, that fight was probably the best fight of them. Not the best fight, but the most fun to watch fight. The women's uh, fight was pretty good. Who was the that? women's oh my gosh, uh, that gash on her head. Oh yeah, man. dude. Wicked. Yeah. I mean, that was insane. There were actually a few fights that I didn't know which direct there were a lot of close fights. The dude that did the backflip, I didn't think he was gonna win that fight. Yeah. No. So and, uh, that- the big uh I guess Samoan guy. I'm not sure what he what is He's from Australia, but 
That's not the flag he had. And he drank a beer out of people shooting. Oh, South Africa. But that's not what that. No, he's Australian. That might have been a different one. Yeah. But no, did you see the flag he had? It was red and yellow and a black. No, he's from Wales. Wasn't he Wales? No, you're thinking a different person. Okay, that's right. So many there is there is so many different countries fighting in that fight. But yeah. Um. No. Yeah. He knocked the piss out of Greg Hardy. Good. You, get, know, you hit a woman, just yeah. But I've also too. heard that that dude was one hundred percent going to win that fight, and no one really doubted it. Yeah, no, I think they put Greg Hardy on that card because yeah. Connor was on that card, and they were like, "Hey, look, Greg Hardy's here." And nobody yeah. cares. But also, I like what he said afterwards. He wanted to fight me, pick another bloke. Yeah. Oh man, then he chugged two shoes and a, sh- a uh, two beers out of shoes, and then a, one beer with hot sauce and spit it out. Yeah, he didn't what? see the dude pour the hot sauce in, so he was like, "What the." I know. Well, I mean, I, I think everyone, the camera angle is perfect for us all to see it, but yeah, um, that dude is going to be fun to watch. There was a lot of fights where you're like, man. And then that kickboxer dude, he was intense, man. Yeah. Like I couldn't fit. What about the dude that rolled around on the ground? Did you see that? I did not. I missed. We watched all the fights. There was so did I, but I don't. I don't. No, the dude that just kind of like jumped around on the ground, like kind of looked like he was like a little kid, like a monkey, literally jumping around on the ground. And then just got KO'd. And you heard, you saw him laying on the ground saying, am I dead? Oh, man. You, you, I'm sure you, if you watched all the fights, you saw that one. I think that was even on the main card. Was, no, that, the, was that the Mexican guy that won, beat the crap out of the dude? No, that went the full no, distance. That was a, that was a no, this, this We watched fights from 4 o'clock on. Oh, so, you watched the undercard. Yeah, we but, but I didn't think. Oh. We, we watched the undercard. Then the prelims, and then the the main card. The main card. So we I watched, only watched the main card. We watched sixteen fights. Well, you got to think. We we started drinking bourbon at nine thirty in the morning. Came inside after, and there was like a ridiculous thunderstorm. So we were, we we stopped like on the patio, went inside in his basement, and it was like nice, dark, and cold. And me and Andrew, one of the one of the guys there, who we'll talk about later in the podcast. Um, I just sat down there and watched them and talked and hung out and drank a little beer. And the other two guys passed out like immediately as soon as I got down there, which was good for them. They needed to do that. But um, no, I mean, all right. Connor. Connor. Yeah. So So you threaten a man and his family before the fight. Say you're going to put him on a stretcher. And then you mock the dude's fighting style after he beats you. Because he did a takedown. But he beat you. You lost. You broke your leg. It's TKO. Yeah, and the takedown was actually... I mean, I don't know. I mean, what? what I don't know. I guess I forget that little part of the actual takedown. But I swear Connor was, like, either in position for that or... I mean, obviously, Connor almost had him. In the guillotine. Um, in the guillotine, Which yeah. is not Connor's thing, but... No, but Dustin also is one of the best ground fighters in the game, so that yeah, probably... Yeah, you, that Connor probably... was screwed when Dustin got on top of him. But everyone also said, and it makes sense, that Connor at that rate point knew his leg was broken. And Connor's acting you like think he so? Didn't... I mean, I think you it saw... happened... So right, right after he let him up, right? He takes one more shot to Dustin. Oh, lit, Dustin lit. hit him and then pointed at it. Yeah, and then Connor goes yeah. to step back and his ankle just snap. Yeah, well, I, I, it was when because Dustin says when he, if for those of you who don't know, Connor snapped his tibia again, essentially clean hit, clean mm-hmm. out, 
Yeah, but this one was, I mean, gruesome. Like, gruesome, gruesome. And you, everyone saw it happen, and the fight was immediately, obviously, over. But it's funny because it wasn't immediately over. They actually continued that until – because Poirier got on top of him immediately. And, but it made it through that first round, but then it was – I mean, everyone knew it was over at that rate. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Dustin said – I mean, you see Connor take a hit or, or kick him, and he took an elbow right to the tibia, and Dustin – looks and i remember seeing this like looking at him like hmm like like i just broke your leg it felt that yeah yeah and it was pretty obvious and you know shortly after obviously he put his leg down and snap snap so um is this the end of conor mcgregor so two fights in a row two broken legs yeah i don't see how it's not just because i mean he doesn't have much more to prove he really doesn't, but I mean, obviously, he's a head case. And also, if he goes back into the ring, or the uh, not the ring, uh, the cage, what do you think people are going to do? They're going to aim at his leg. That's oh, going to yeah. be that's going to be the breaking he's point. Broke, yeah, he's broken broken both legs. Yeah, and he's also so damn rich. Like he made twenty million dollars off that fight and everything, and Poirier made one, and Poirier won the fight. So one million dollars won the fight. Twenty million dollars lost. The if fight. if they fight again. Poirier ends that and around again. Yeah. But, did you know? Did you know Conor McGregor? <clears throat> don't quote me on this. This is from a friend of mine. Is either the first or second highest paid athlete in 2020. Overall, everything, not just sports. 2020. Yes. Number two it, was I think Ronaldo. That's advertisements and everything because oh, of his prop because of proper got 12. it proper twelve. Yeah. Yes, because that is that just taken off. Yeah, but I mean, he he was. I think it was like he made, he grossed. I think like 160 million dollars last year. You know who's always in the top five, and nobody ever thinks of it. Federer. Yep. Yeah, it makes sense actually because of Rolex. Rolex, uh, Unicol, his main sponsor. Yeah. Um, well, it just goes back to why Tiger was always in there. I mean, obviously he also had a video game, but I mean those sponsors are huge. One of the That's greatest weird. video greatest video games ever. Yeah. This beer is delicious. Do you remember playing Tiger Woods at my house all the time with the week? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. We got done with that game. Then we actually thought we were good at golf and we go out and play and suck. Yeah, but at least we had people hand us beers that were the beat up Spence. Oh, my gosh. That was fun. Oh, my God. I'm watching these people. They're in this big on the on the Shark Week. They're in this big, like, shark shaped tank. And this massive, like, 15 foot great white keeps biting it. And I'm, I mean, this thing is bigger than the tank. Like, what are they doing? Oh, you know what I'm watching? I'm watching the USA women's national team play the WNBA All-Stars. It's a fantastic game. ESPN. Oh, yeah, I saw that was on. One. Mm. And this well, is anyways. actually Team USA, and then they play Australia on Friday. Yeah. But you know who else played Australia? Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. I'm not ready yet. We don't need to talk about Connor anymore. No, He's I don't gonna... want to talk. No, but it's not just Connor's show. I want to mention, do you think Khabib will come back to fight Poirier? Or the, the next should. fight's obviously going to be Poirier versus uh, – Somebody shoot. for the belt. No, well, Poirier didn't win the belt. Whoever the guy was who has the belt. Poirier, wow. that was not, that was not the title not fight. I remember. I know that. Yeah, I just can't remember his name. It's a weird name. It's, he has the blonde hair or, like, light blonde hair. Um, he's, like, a Mexican dude. Um but yeah, so that'll be the title fight. 
I think whoever wins that five fight, I don't. I mean, I know Khabib made the promise to his dad and everything, but Khabib said recently, if someone shows me something, I'll come back. I mean, I think Poirier has shown enough at this point, but I don't think any. If Khabib comes back and he's full strength again, it's, I mean, Khabib's going to win. Khabib is a monster. He's the scariest fighter. I'd like to see Khabib versus G, uh, GSP. Remember that? Uh, GSP's retired. Well, I know. I mean, he's been retired for. 12 years i'm just saying that fight would be amazing gsp versus khabib oh yeah no uh gsp is too busy fighting uh new new captain america new captain mayor captain america but all right yeah sorry so who lost to australia uh our men's basketball team and if you remember a few weeks ago i told you i was not that big of a fan of our roster yeah, you did. But, I mean, you know, it doesn't matter how big of a fan you are of the roster. That team, on paper, is still the best team in the world. I don't – so there's a lot more teams with NBA guys because – so basically, if guys didn't play for the U.S., they would use their family lineage to go play for another country because they wanted to keep playing. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Like, there's yeah. a lot of guys. And, like, Australia is kind of loaded. I mean – Joe Ingles is just throwing in threes all over the place, but I don't know. Uh, so we had two losses in the previous – since like 1992, and then we had two losses in a row yeah. as a men's team. That I mean – I mean, come on. Go out, go out on top here. Like, come on. This has to, this has to change. Like, there's no way it continues. I mean, Nigeria then I – mean, although after that, Nigeria beat the crap out of somebody else. So, that didn't make me feel as bad. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just – I don't know. I also don't love Olympic basketball. Um, I just don't. I've just never been a big fan of it. So, we'll see how – we'll see how that pans out. I'm just not big into it. I think we'll be fine, but there was breaking news that Bradley Beal's in COVID protocol now. Oh, Test positive for COVID, so that does that's not bad. help. No, that's horrible. Um, speaking of the Olympics, I have a question from one of our listeners, uh, also one of our special guests early on and probably one of the first 10 episodes, Darren Day. Darren he was, was on like episode three. Yeah, he was on early. But uh, D-Day wants to ask, do you think Hi, Darren. Simone Biles, Columbus native, Will reign supreme again and destroy everyone and dominate, or do oh, you yeah. think someone you, else is going to take over? I don't. So think have you have you looked at much of the stuff like surrounding her and like anything? You mean like what do you mean surrounding her? So they basically tried to manipulate the point system to where people have a chance to beat her. <laughs> Yeah, she's. I'm dead she's, serious. They've like changed how you can land and stuff because she does so much crazy crap in the air. Like, I mean, it's nuts. Yeah, I mean, she's the Usain Bolt of gymnastics, like Michael, Michael Phelps, and the Michael Phelps of swimming. Um, she, yeah, is, she's insane. She's, she's Katie, also Katie Ledecky I, in the swimming yeah. pool, and her and gymnastics. I don't think nobody touches them. No, I think uh, I can't wait to see. Um, I mean, I just think it's funny. She's four foot eight too. That's hilarious to me. 
but um, she's man, that short. She's, yeah, she is. Um, yeah, she she's from Columbus. Gabby Douglas is from Columbus, also. Gabby trained like five minutes from my house. Um, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't see how anything happens. I think she easily wins it all unless something major happens. No, she's a freak. The the fact she put a goat on her leotard is awesome. Oh, yeah. By the well, way, well, I mean. She also won worlds. You know, I mean, she's not. Yeah. She's she's still just as dominant as she was. So yeah, Darren, to answer your question, Max and I both. This really isn't an argue. You know, no one's going to argue with that. It's 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 going to be who's going to get second place. That's what it is. No, um, it'll probably Russia or China. Yeah, and now the team aspect of it, I don't know. I don't know that if the team is going to be where it was. Uh, as... Michaela, what's her face on that? There's a Geico commercial. She's Bernie. doing. Uh... Yeah, she's doing the beam again. So she's a specialist on there. She should win gold again. Wait, what? She does the she does beam, right? Or does she does the uneven bars? She does uneven. Michaela Maroney. The gymnast? She's not how old is she? What do you mean? The one that does the Geico commercial? You know who I'm talking about? Where she makes the face? Yeah. She she's back in. She's doing it again. No way. Sure. Look it up. Did she not make the last Olympics? Yes, she medaled. She's twenty five now. Okay, so she medaled it. Medaled it. I think I thought that's pretty old though for uh, women or U.S. Isn't Simone Biles like twenty six now? Well, can we not compare? No, is she really that old? Um, I had no idea we were talking about U.S. women's gymnastics. By the way, I was been been more prepared. Simone Biles is twenty-four. Um, Lori Hernandez. She could do it again if she wanted to. I know Lori Hernandez. This is only three years from now. Why would she not do it in three years? Is Lori Hernandez? She's not even. Is she on the team? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think she really went forward with it after she did the whole. Um. Because she did the American America's Next Dance. Oh man, I used to have a thing for Allie Reisman. Yeah, I'm oh. not getting. I'm not getting into her. Like, don't. Yeah, move on. Yeah. What? Anyway. No. Nope. Um. So, but I don't know if this team is going to be as star-studded and as stacked as that last team because that was that team was dumb. Yeah. Like, really dumb. They won the um, all-around gold by like ten points, which is a it lot wasn't even close. Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. So. We'll see how they do this time, but I'm excited either way to watch them and watch them dominate. Hopefully, again, that's the you know that I love watching that. I love watching track and I love watching swimming. So it's going to be weird without having Lochte or Phelps out there um, this year. Yeah, but Lochte... our, our women's team is on the float in swimming now. Katie Ledecky and uh, Manuel. I forget her first name. Yeah, who was that one girl who was good out of nowhere for like a year, and then like the last Olympics she wasn't that good. Uh, she's younger than Ledecky. Uh, yeah, she's super young. Remember her? Yeah, I don't remember. But yeah, I think I, she qualified for some stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she was good. She just wasn't near as good that second time. She right? thought she was better than Ledecky, and then Ledecky kept beating her. So. Well, Ledecky is dumb. Yeah, she's a freak. Yeah, so, um, yeah. So, no, we, this is a random topic. I just wanted to ask that question for D uh, and get it out there. But I love the question. D-Day is definitely in the hat giveaway. Um, but oh, since I'm sure everyone was on the edge of their seat, if Bruce made it to the end of the podcast, 
and heard our questions. He oh. did. He made it to the end, listened, and he is coming on with us next next week. No pressure. Yeah, no pressure. What are we gonna talk about with Brucey? Talk about talk about some CrossFit. Let him talk about his business, you know, share it on the Springboro page. Promote CrossFit Skyfall. You wanna take a guess where the name Skyfall came from? Um Zeus. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, follow. <laughs> Are we still on? <laughs> uh, no, I have no idea. Uh, the James Bond movie, Skyfall. Like, the fact that you even think I would have got that. It's a James Bond movie. Okay. One of the I most over, overrated movie franchises ever, by the way. Yeah, it's it's okay. I mean, I watch them, but it's also I, I also... I wa- I mean I watch Pierce Brosnan was the best James Bond, by the way. <clears throat> Man, see I think they messed up. I think they could have easily made Tom Hardy this next one and they're not gonna do it. Uh I think I thought they should have done Idris Elba. I thought he would have done a good job. Yeah, but he's already older. True. Um, but that would have been a good one. I like I mean he's amazing in everything he does. Yeah. But no, I mean they could have done so many different people. You know what's funny is I even would have liked Tom Hiddleston as that. Mm, I would. He's, he's skinny. Okay, but I mean, these actors bulk up. Put him on one of those Christian Bale diets, or he just does whatever is right for the role. Um, God, talk about a dude that puts everything into acting. But yeah, Tom, Tom Hardy or Christian Bale, both, both, but Christian Bale especially. Um, you know who else would have been a good James Bond? God, I can't think of his name. Is they do it off Peaky Blinders? Another skinny guy. What? Um, have you not seen Peaky Blinders? No, I have, but... The have main been... actor... Well, uh, I, I, don't, I don't watch 007 movies, so sorry. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Since you brought up Tom Hiddleston, you want to get this Loki uh, season finale? Yeah, the season finale happened. Uh, you could watch it today. That's all we have to say about it. Let's move on. It was so, so I'm not – usually I give everybody time, but I'm not giving time. This was the worst season finale of the three series, and it wasn't even close. Well, no. WandaVision season finale made both of us cry. Lindsay, Lindsay literally, like, full-blown tears, like, oh. down her face. That was so sad. Um, I, I mean, I enjoyed the Winter Soldier one. I wish they would have – It was solid. Like yeah, I, I wish that they could have easily led that into a season two, but at that point, I no, don't think they had decided to. Uh, no, at that point, they decided that's what's leading them into Captain America four. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, so they're using the end of the series uh, to lead into Captain America four. That's right. You're right. Yeah, uh, G- GSP was on that. Um, yeah, no, that's right. No, but no, Loki was, I mean, it was just bad. It was the slowest, like you said, throwaway episode. Totally, total throwaway episode. Like, it just, it was bad. Like, it took so they long. easily to could have put that in last week's episode. Yeah, it was like story time. It's all it was. Yeah. And, and they left, I mean, I know so, they left so way too it, much unturned for that, the way that they, they did that. So my thing, too, is 
with there being all the branches now that they killed, air quotes, Kong the Conqueror, also everyone was right that he was going to show up. Uh, Kong the Conqueror showed up at uh, in the Citadel where they went and killed him. He can't die, just FYI. Um, and basically, like, so this show's not going to be connected to any movie coming out, right? Because all these branch realities, I'm just really confused. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. No, they're gonna they're gonna make some BS up. Like, no, no, in the timeline, it was here. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Do you watch just, Black Widow yet? Can we talk about that? No, I haven't. I don't talk about it. No, I'm because I want to watch it when I have my full attention. And I just, it's just my, you know, how my mind has been elsewhere. So, um, actually, Kel and I will probably choose a night when we're at Lake Erie to watch it. Um, so, or go to the theater it. up there. It's, it's like <clears throat> a good movie. Like, it's really solid. I mean, I don't, you, this is the thing. You can't expect a Captain America, Iron Man style movie. Um, you just, it, I mean, those are all, in my opinion, and anything post that is going to be hard to catch up with those. Yeah. Post post in game, I mean. But you know how I feel about ScarJo. I love Black Widow in general, so I am ridiculously excited to watch it because if there's anyone who can who can take over one episode or one movie, it's her. Yep. So sure. uh, I'm I'm very excited for her to. And it's funny because I keep thinking about this. This is, in my opinion, the biggest movie she's ever had her own like her her leading role in like she's been in movies she's been great characters but she always has a supporting cast like this is or she she's always like with a cast she is this is her this is yeah. Sarge. and, and so. the cool thing too is she helped she was like active in the script writing active in producing yeah like so no i'm excited to watch it i really am i just i mean i i really should have watched it by now but i want to see it in theater so i just i really want to but <laughs> um Team uh, WNBA is up eight on Team USA. So yeah. U.S. women are going to take a loss now, too. Granted, it's to every best player in the WNBA that didn't make the USA team from any country. So that's a stacked team they're playing against. Yeah. Uh, NBA is about to start. I just flipped it over, even though Shark Week was amazing. So you know um, what we never, never talked about on this show? What? Or we haven't yet. I'm kind of surprised by it. Sports gambling. Yeah. Yes, you're right. We have so, so connecting to this game, which is why I keep saying the score and stuff, um, there was a sports book, the Circus Sportsbook in Vegas. They set the opening over-under at 248.5. So that's on, that's on par with the last few WNBA All-Star games. But that has been WNBA players against WNBA players, not Team USA, who's trying to get ready for the Olympics, versus every other great player left in the WNBA. Wait, two forty-eight and a half. What do you mean? The over/under score two forty-eight and a half. You don't do sports betting, do you? you make I do. Sense? No, but I mean, are you mean combined score? Yes, the over/under. That's insane. That is extremely high. Not compared to previous All-Star games, but when you have the two teams playing each other, 
That is ridiculous. Yeah. That would be high for a men's game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they opened it at 248 and a half, and there were so many under bets, and there was no limit on the under bets, that it dropped to 195.5. So what's the amount the score, of, What's the score right now? 93.85. How much time's left? 32 seconds. Yeah, I was going to say, there's no way. There's no way. That's that's like a that's like an all star game, a regular all star game, not yeah. a U.S. Olympic team. Correct. That that is mind blowing that they even did that. Yeah, <clears throat> so they're gonna lose a crap ton of money. Yeah, like I, would, if, I shoot if I really got into gambling, I would have taken that bet in a heartbeat. Yeah, so, supposedly there was some huge bets that were placed. Yeah, because supposedly that. Sportsbook that said Circa didn't or forgot that Team USA was playing in this. Like, how are you in Vegas and forget that? What what what's the takeaway? What do you win? How much? Uh, like, is it like two to one? I think so. So you bet five grand, you win ten. Yeah, I think most over unders work that way. I would have bet. I would have easily bet five hundred bucks on that. Easily, oh, yeah. in one of thousand. There's no doubt in my mind. And that's you win a thousand, so you get your five hundred back, and right, yeah. So, so the the opening limit was set to two (laughs) thousand, and then they after a while, after they were finally like, oh shit, they dropped it to five. Jesus Christ, cheese and rice, that's nuts. Wow, wow, wow. I got told I do Owen Wilson's Wow Perfect, so I'm pretty happy with my life. Speaking of Owen Wilson's perfect, and I'll tell you about that later. My buddy, you told me that was Andrew Newsom. Speaking of Andrew Newsom, so we got into a little scuffle about Odell Beckham Jr. So Odell pops up on the UFC fight, right? And hang well, on, well, hang on. Did you notice how there were three Browns guys sitting together, and then Odell sitting by himself? What was up with that? I think they all moved around on purpose. Oh. Because Emily Baker's wife was also moved. And then they all got back together. Um, well, ba- Odell was sitting with a, with another group also. Yeah. He, he, I, I saw him with like two or three different groups. <clears throat> so I don't know where he was actually sitting. But yeah, Baker went with uh, one of his buddies, his buddy's wife, and then his wife. Because um, they were showing each other on like the plane and stuff. They took a jet there because, you know. Mm. Why not? Um, but so my buddy, as soon as Odell pops up on the screen, he goes, man, I wish the Browns would have traded him. And I said, absolutely not. So this brings up a question we haven't talked about. Should Odell have been traded? And I, I stand 100% behind the absolutely not. Because when you're trading for guys like that, you're typically not getting very good players back and you're going to get maybe a second round pick. So I look at the, I look at it this way. The Browns are in win now. What did the What did the Titans get for Julio? What like a second, second and fourth, second and fourth. All right, keep going. Second, third. So yeah, that's Julio and Odell. I don't think would have been far behind that just because you know Julio's age is probably a big factor in that. But Odell's also coming off an ACL injury. But so you look at that, and I think the same thing about the Odell trade. You tell me that you can get a guy in the second round of this year's draft that is going to make you win right now. Mm-hmm. Odell Beckham is still one of the most deadly slant 
route receivers and open field receivers in the game. Against Dallas last year, he proved it when he caught a ball, took one turn, and was gone. Because when he goes – he ran yeah, track. and also if he's he his vision on the field is insane. He's mm-hmm. going to get around you. So and we argued for a little bit about it, and we went back and forth about it, and we kind of ended the conversation just like whatever, but didn't really you know we weren't going to agree because why would we? And so yesterday I was listening to I was scrolling through TikTok and I found something that was uh, Jalen Ramsey talking to someone about the three toughest receivers in the league to guard right now. Remind you, Jalen Ramsey has given up one 100-yard game, I think, ever. Um, and that was to D-Hop. He said the three hardest receivers right now to, to, guard, to guard in the league, This is he just, just did this podcast, are D-Hop, Odell Beckham, and Julio Jones. Right now. He said Odell because of how good of a route runner he was and how he is just so quick and so tricky with his feet that he can get around you so easily. Now, is there obviously not as good of a morale or not morale of a connection with him and Baker? No, but that's okay. He's still one of the most deadly people on the field. He's still point in his career. He's got to just start thinking about winning a championship. So there's so much white noise around Baker and it really bothers me because I'm sorry, around Odell, because everyone just kind of hates on him and does says all these things about him and how he's causing all these problems when, I mean, the dude doesn't do much that, you know, bothers anybody. It's hasn't, just, recently. hasn't recently. Right. Since he's been in Cleveland, he hasn't really at all. He's, he's really been pretty decent. Now, his first year here, he was frustrated, and I understand why. But that is also another thing I want to talk about a little bit is the second-year decline of quarterbacks which I think is coming for Josh Herbert. And we can mark this podcast episode Justin 23. Herbert. Yes, your guy. But I, I'm kind of over the hate on Odell and Baker. And, I mean, this year I'm hoping is a year where Odell can just fly a little bit more under the radar than usual and just do his thing. Because I'm telling you, man, if he's on the field and he's healthy, this is going to be his year, 100%. The biggest thing is if he's going to be healthy. Because that ACL for a receiver, you know, who knows. But – no, but th- that's what I wanted to lead into with this other topic of second-year quarterbacks. Like, I know everyone is so high on Justin Herbert right now. I am 100% not because this is the decline. These rookies get six or seven games under their belt. Then in year two, they don't have the numbers because defenses can figure them out easier. And that is 100% why I am not big on Justin Herbert. Max, what do you think? I thought we were talking about Odell. This hazy IPA is good. So what what happened to Odell? Yes, Odell Beckham should have been traded. It was hold on a second. I wasn't even giving you a chance to talk because I statistically factual well, so, that mm, Baker's numbers went up after Odell got hurt last year. We had an all star. I'm sorry. We had a bye week. Then our schedule got easier, a lot easier. So and Baker gained confidence. Baker had a shitty first half of the year. That was what, not because what, of Odell. What did what did Herm Edwards say? You play to win the game. They were they played the play teams that were on okay. their schedule. Okay, big guy. What 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 do you think we need to get for Odell to make that trade happen? Same thing the Titans got. For no, Mario. you want to know why you're wrong right there? Because the Titans traded for the receiver to make them a win now team. 
Okay, but no, you're arguing against yourself. Uh-uh. No, I'm not. You're telling us to trade him away, which would make no sense to trade a number one receiver away when you're in win-now mode, period. You don't trade for draft picks when you're trying to win. So you're telling you me you don't. You're telling There's me no jo- chance that would have Jonathan happened. Peoples Jones didn't step in and do just fine last year after he got. He hurt. did do just fine. You're he won a damn right. game against the Bengals. No, against the Bengals, Odell would have done the same thing, and that probably would. You can't sit there and say that. You can't. You. This is the thing that I also don't like is when people do what you're doing right now. They talk about the dude when he was out and they started winning when Odell wasn't on the field. Don't talk about how Odell affected them when they weren't on the field just because they got better throughout the year does not mean it's because Odell was out that means they had good good camaraderie maybe when he was gone but he was still there he was still there mentally he just but wasn't that, on the but field. that's the that's the argument he wasn't on the field and well, that's a dumb argument because look at the Browns Ow! second half schedule it's look at the Browns second half schedule look at the Browns second half schedule don't care no it's not doesn't matter. it's wrong it it doesn't matter because he's going to come back and it's he's going to do just as good, if not better, than he did. He has done. I guarantee it. There's no have, way. Do you know? You don't trade. I don't know about like, what. Do you have a thing I don't know about? You're getting fired up. What? What? What was the first part you said? So, do you and Odell have a thing that I don't know about? No, I'm fired up because it doesn't make sense to ever trade your number one when you're in win now. Ever. Period. Even if you get offered two first-round picks, it doesn't make sense. Because no matter what, those two first-round picks are not going to get you to the top where you want to be. What you have right now, if it's working, you don't change that. Well, that's what you and I talk about all the time with draft picks. That's why good teams trade them away, because they're not as important to them. Yeah. I agree. My mouth is so dry after this IPA. That's weird. I don't know. I don't know if it's the hops or what. But... So I got a surprise topic for you. Oh, are you going to avoid my Justin Herbert? Yeah, it's gonna yeah we're going to say we're going to say that for later. It is dead time for the NFL, so we'll, we'll say when training camp gets going. Uh, so the podcast I listened to this week, just because, and then connection with something else was Joe Hello Rogan again. with <laughs> with with Lance Armstrong. Oh, and the Tour de France is also going on right now. Yeah. So that always goes on when I'm on vacation. <clears throat> so did you watch the 30 for 30 or see any of his interviews or his Oprah interview or anything like that? I saw his Oprah interview. I didn't, I have not, I do want to watch his 30 for 30, but I have not yet. So if you're the tour or the postal service, cause that was his main sponsor or any of these guys, live strong foundation, or the Tour de France itself, how do you strip him of the title when every other person, 90% of the field was doing what he was doing? Yeah, that's a good point. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. And the reason he gets shit on so much and you lied to us is because he would (laughs) – he would literally go on TV, and he would call other people liars. Yeah, even he got though bad, he knew yeah. he was lying. Yeah, he got a bad rep for being so. I mean, he was an asshole about it. But that's and he t- he says that now. He goes, "I had to be an asshole to to keep the lie." Mm-hmm. He was living he, his own lie. He correct. Was. Yeah. Yeah. It became a big issue there, and I mean, he looked. He, 
bad there for a while too doing that. He oh, did. Yeah. So, I mean, it it sucks to see him do that. Um because he was such a model guy. He was. I mean, you know, went through cancer, beat cancer, comes out, and he doesn't just win the Tour de France. He wins. I mean, he was he was always like middle of the pack until the uphill climb and then he just destroyed everyone. It, every and that's year. the that's the thing. Like everyone else was doing it. So you're telling me so no one's doing it. He still beats everybody. Well, that was also just in general during the steroid era. So any yeah. any word of a winning person doing steroids was going to get shunned. Barry Bonds. Yeah. I mean, that don't get me wrong, Barry was roided out, but the he, dude's well, head size got bigger. Like what? Right. But he also was the scariest hitter in baseball for a long time before that. Right. So, I mean, and you still the have to hit the face. baseball. Yeah. I mean, no matter what, he was deadly. Now, I mean, you, there's just not enough to be there. I just think there's not enough research and there never will be because they just want it to be banned, but there's never going to be enough research to say, you know, did steroid, uh, how much of an effect did steroids have on everything? Well, Lance did, I mean, none of those guys took roids. I mean, they did the EPO thing where they basically had more red blood cells in their system and their blood cells are basically like oil running an engine and they wouldn't get tired. They, the guys would have to get up in the middle of the night because their blood would be so oxygen rich and get thick and they'd have to go work out to make sure they didn't stroke out. Yeah. That's crazy. That's the kind of shit they were doing because they knew everyone else were doing it. Yeah. But that's, but yeah, here's my thing with Lance. I just wanted to bring it up because it's tour de France time and, his name usually pops up by now because you think of cycling. Who do you think of? Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, as soon as you said Tour de France, first thing that came to my mind was Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. And here's the thing. He had cancer. He beat cancer. Everything he did with the Livestrong Foundation had nothing to do with him doing what he did with cycling. The Livestrong Foundation was the first big like rubber band foundation ever. Yeah, everyone rocked those yellow Livestrong bracelets. He, and every single one helped everybody. And yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like people shit on him, but he founded, co-founded the Livestrong Foundation to help people that had cancer. And watch the watch the Thirty for Thirty. They inter- <clears throat> they interview some people that literally got money to be able to go to the hospital to mm-hmm. fight their cancer and mm-hmm. beat it. And they're like. I don't care what he did. He saved my life because of the money that yeah. he raised for the publicity he got and his partnership with Nike. And right, she but was the still... media is never the media will never sway it that way. No, because he <clears> lied. <throat> yeah, they're always going to take a negative because they always want that negative. No matter what, they always want the negative um, media out there. That's, that's why the most beneficial. Yeah, that's why you read titles of articles, and it's always like. Something bad happened. Yeah, cheated, lied. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it's it's horrible. So it sucks for yeah. him. But I mean, yeah, it's funny because like that's the one thing you don't hear about. And I've heard that actually. You're not the first person who's mentioned that to me. Well, everyone was doing it. You know, I mean, you can everyone. say the same thing about baseball. I mean, if yeah. if they if they did a random drug test on everybody in the exact same day, but like of a season, I wonder how many people would have actually played baseball. 50 yeah 
50 then, percent or 50 people. then in <laughs> 1999 peak steroid era yeah 50 50 guys yeah no ser- no seriously yeah i guarantee that's right so i mean it's like that's what i mean a rod talked a lot about it he goes you know i was with the mariners never thought about it went to the rangers a lot of guys were doing it on the team and i'm like you know what i'm already good i could be the best yeah if i do this what did it uh, all right let me ask you a question since you made that statement well, what if it was legal like, what if performance-enhancing drugs were legal? I mean, it'd be it'd make baseball a lot more fun, right? It would um, to watch, not to play. Uh, it would be a lot harder to teach kids fundamentals and how to play the game the right way. Because they know probably. by the age of 13 years old, probably, well, all I need to do is find steroids in the future. and I'm going to be able to hit the ball yeah. a mile and swing faster, run faster, and lift weights stronger. And I think that's the reason they don't is because, you know, first off, steroids are absolutely horrible for you. Yeah. Second off, you know, it just – it it can ruin the game. So – because there are so many times in my head I'm like, man, like just let them do it. Because at this point, like all the best ones are already coming out. But it's not fair to those who want to play the game the right way and who want to be those good role models because there are still those guys. Jeter was one of them. I mean, you look at a lot of guys out there that played the game the right way, played it because they loved the game and they wanted to put the right image. So, yeah. Yeah, so really random story real quick because I know we're pushing an hour. So I was Wilmington College's rep with a – there was a girl from the school too. For the OAC, when we had our OAC league meetings. And we had the speaker who was some type of trainer for the Mariners. And nonchalant, she goes, yeah, I used to shoot up King Griffey Jr. with steroids. I'm like, hold up, what? What did you just say? What? Yeah. Nothing ever came of that. She's never told anybody, but she travels around. I'm assuming she's told more than just a group of college kids that. Right. Yeah, it sounds like she's bragging about it. Yeah. Really? Because Griffey, have you, have you seen Griffey lately? Yeah. A little big. Yeah, but but he was always the guy that – the prettiest swing in baseball history, in my opinion. Oh, I was thinking about that when I was watching the Derby. Like, yeah. These guys have good swings, but nothing will ever touch Griffey. Because they're, they're a lot of guys, they've really shortened their swings nowadays. Yeah. Um, but he was the clean guy. Like, he was the yeah. one who did it right. And she said that. I was like, hold up. What did you just say? Yeah, you just don't know what you can believe, though. Right. So, yeah, that's that, that's tough. Because, I mean, who knows? Maybe she's just saying it so many times to so many people that maybe she eventually gets you know, gets it to the right person and then, you know, yeah. get that tiny yep. bit of, you know, TV time that everybody wants. But, Speaking by the way, of t- only- TV time? Do you want to talk about the worst person on TV right now? Oh, man. I can't stand him, dude. I'm going to say here and be quiet for a minute. Like, for real, I am. Go ahead. Stephen, Stephen A. Smith is the worst human being on the planet. And I truly believe that. Not only is he horrible at UFC call and commentating because he suddenly thinks he can do that, 
Coming out. All right. So Which is uh, we're, we, we, we're not we're not big on politics around here. We don't like to talk about it. We don't like to get involved. We have our own opinions. We keep them to ourselves because to be honest with you, our opinions are what they are. They are our opinions. Everyone mm-hmm. is allowed to have their own opinions. I Everybody can with... think what they want. I don't care what you think. I don't either. You, don't, now, you I... shouldn't care what I think. No, think I you prefer want. you keep your opinions to yourself because guess what? That's what it is. And it's opinion. Yeah. No matter what, unless you have, you know, and it's, it's sad to say that the world is coming to a spot where being, you know, it, actually knowing what you're talking about, being informed is not what people care about anymore. Correct. So right. it, it's yep. a problem. And yep. I think that goes right into Stephen A. Smith because he preaches all this stuff about equal rights and how, you know, these teams are doing the wrong thing. This guy needs to be in this. Um, and then he turns around and says that Shohei Otani, who is doing something that we never thought we'd probably see in our lifetime again, is turning out to be a face of baseball, which if you've ever watched him play baseball, you've never seen a person smile as much as he does. No. He's the happiest guy on the field. He loves playing baseball. He loves playing in America, and he's really good at it. Mm-hmm. He's right now probably the front runner for the AL MVP. Well, and no possibly Cy Young in the future if he if he starts. I mean, his he doesn't have enough wins right now, but he's insane. And Stephen A. Smith has the audacity to come out and say we shouldn't have a guy that needs to have an interpreter be the face of MLB. And guess what? Stephen A. Smith apologized. Who cares? Get yeah, him off TV. Do you think that was real? Do you think that was a real apology? Hell no. 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 Every, He's, every one of his takes are what he thinks. But the other thing I don't like about Stephen A. Smith is he's almost almost all the time, his, what he says about his facts are wrong. Oh, he's yeah. always wrong. Yeah. He, he's garbage in every aspect of sports, and it just shows you where ESPN is. It really mm-hmm. does. Which is yeah. why ABC, this is hearsay, doesn't even want to be with like or, t- or partnered up with them anymore. They don't like nobody wants to be with ESPN. They've let everybody go. They just tried to bring Skip Bayless back, and Skip, they offered him double what he's making at Fox. He said no. Like no yeah. one wants to go back to ESPN. Everyone wants to be out of there because it's a, it's just a cancerous society, and it's just it's a horrible place to work. And I. Hope they fire him, and I hope he never gets a big job again because he is garbage. Uh, you know he'll get a big job, but well, that's if he ever gets fired because he you know he's fired, no, he's never getting fired. He fits ESPN too well. He's, he's exactly pay, what the highest they want. paid talent, and it's not even close. No, and it's also ridiculous that he is. That well, ever since when was that? Like 2016, when they let go of like 300 some people. Or some of yeah. no, it was more than that, but like three hundred, like just you know, commentators or you know, on-field people. Ever since then, they have been so bad and so downhill. It's almost it's almost ridiculous. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I just I can't stand him. And if I turn on the TV, I literally turn it off, not because I don't want to see what he's talking about, because I don't want to support anything that has to do with him. And I am not that way. I am a kind of person like if. You know, if a grocery store puts a sign up that I don't like, I'm probably going to still go in there because, you know, I have something I want to get. I don't care about that kind of stuff. He's garbage. And I seriously think he needs to be done with sports broadcasting in general. And having him on UFC is just dumb anyways. Well, they they have him on on UFC now because they fired Ariel Hawani, which was stupid. 
Um, and then the NHL signed that huge contract with ABC. Please, God, no. Do not let Stephen A. Smith talk about hockey. Please. Yeah, we'll please, get ready for it. Please, no. Get ready for it. Uh-huh. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It really is. I mean, so, I mean, we also, if you watch, if anyone has time, YouTube Joe Rogan and Stephen A. Smith and watch when he's talking about him. It's hysterical. It's like 12 minutes long and it just goes off on a tangent on when they were, because they were asking about like after a fight, like a post fight, you know, interview on, um, it was Cowboy, it was Cowboy Cerrone versus Connor. And, it, and Stephen A. Smith was just completely bashing Cerrone, like what? like as if he was horrible. Like he, if he if he if he's if one of he the nicest just, guys in the UFC. Yeah, but he also is, has one of the most amount of wins, if not the most amount of wins ever. He's been around forever and just bashing him. And Joe was pissed. But you know Joe, like when he's on front of a camera, he can hold it together. And he was like, I disagree. Blah blah blah. And Stephen A. was just just a total bum and a total piece of crap on that. And then he posts a video uh, after he heard the Joe Rogan stuff defending himself. And he shows it. And he also posts a video of him, like, boxing, like, like sparring with the guy. And it was the most embarrassing spar. It was almost like this has to be a joke. Like, no, he looked sure. like he had no idea what he's doing. If you haven't seen that yet, look it up. Because it's like Joe Rogan was making fun of him. And it was also, uh, I forget the guy's name, but he's a UFC commentator as well. Um, who was on the stand with, with Stephen A. Was talking to Joe Rogan about it. And they were like dying laughing, making fun of Stephen A. It was no, it was amazing. I'm not surprised. But yeah. Yeah, you didn't even bring up how Jeff Passon went on first take uh yesterday and destroyed Stephen A. Smith. That's because he's horrible. It was in so if you got time, if you got nine minutes, Jeff Passon talks about Shohei for pretty much about nine minutes straight. And every time Stephen A starts to try to talk, he just keeps going and it's awesome. It basically tells Stephen A. how he's ignorant because that oh, was, this was on Stephen A's show. Yeah, it was on first take. Oh, for some reason I thought you said FS1 first. I heard the F and I thought no, I, saw, pa- I thought it was a Passon pop. works for ESPN. Yeah, no, and I he, heard that. Yeah. Passon straight up said, "And this is what's wrong with our network." Good. Yeah. So, Fox Fox better call him tomorrow. Be like, hey, come over here, or yeah. somebody else. I don't like Fox either that much, but. Um, man, I'm telling you, man, I wish Bleacher Report and Barstool would just get their own channels. I would watch that 10 times out of 10. 10 yeah. times out of 10. Oh my god, Gian- was that Giannis? Giannis just shot a three. He does that once in a while. This is what I love about Giannis. He shot a three, airballed it probably two feet to the left. One of his teammates got the rebound, handed it to him, and he throws a dunk down. Yeah, like the know man. What, you know what Ben Simmons would have done? Oh man, I have to shoot the ball. I better I pass it. Oh yeah, but I mean that. Well, that's the one thing about Giannis. Though, like he, he just shot another three. He missed. Uh, it's eighteen sixteen, by the way. Uh, Phoenix. Phoenix was up early, or uh, up a lot early, but then Chris Middleton went on a little run. Man, he looked hot for a second, which is not yeah, he's good. Good, for by the way. Dude, he's really good. Under, you don't realize underrated. how good he is. Very yeah. underrated. Yeah. Um, so, um, all right, it's time for time for me to nerd out. Are you ready for this? I am. Our Mount Rushmore of Marvel movies. I'll give you the first pick because no, 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 because just no. just because you didn't even know who Kong the Conqueror was. No, I'm giving uh, you the first one. You give me first pick. First pick. Avengers: Infinity War. 
the storyline, the CGI, the cinematic, mm-hmm. blows Endgame out of the water. Yeah. Now, the finishes of Endgame are what make it what it is. Yeah. But the storyline of Infinity War is fantastic. No, that's fine. Josh like Brolin, that. Josh Brolin as Thanos is awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I agree with that. Um, my my pick. Um, uh, um, this is in no order, but I have to go Civil War. Uh, same same scenario. What you just said. I think that storyline was just incredible. How you learn so much about Bucky, and I'm sorry, um, Winter Soldier. Um, no. But, his name is Bucky. Right. He's, but, he's and, not the Winter Soldier anymore. Right. And just how you learn so much about it and how you see a different version of Iron Man that you've ever seen and Captain America just being Captain America. I That was... I, it's funny because I, I hated that movie seeing that fight, but I loved it at the same time. And I, D-Day... I'm sorry, D-Day. Everett, my son, is so hyped up to watch that. He cannot wait to watch that movie. Um, the best part about the movie to me was how comic book accurate it was. Like, oh. it was great. What did you, uh, what do you think about my pick there? Because you're the most good. Freak. I'm not, okay. I didn't like that movie as much. The graphics were a little different. And, uh, it was, I agree. I think, I think Russo, thank God that Disney fired his ass. Mm-hmm. Or not Russo, uh, Whedon directed that one. Mm-hmm. He sucked. He's yeah. basically getting blackballed by Hollywood now because he's. Are we doing four each or two each? I think we can oh, do four, four each. Probably. We're doing, yeah, we're okay. doing four. Um, All right, and I'll, I'll so, try to have different ones than you. All right, go ahead. So I'm up, uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier. Ah, oh, that was my next one. Dude, so good. Yes, that was so good. Oh, hang on, so mad. Hang on. So Lindsay just finished Loki. What was your first reaction? Go ahead. Can we be honest? Yeah. It was my least favorite ending of any of them so far. Yeah, that's what we both said yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, sucked. All right, but yeah, yeah, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. All right, so I love good. that. Obviously, it was amazing. And that, I mean, just. Yeah, we. I already mentioned how you cried. She talked about WandaVision. Oh, yeah, I just, oh, tell her, tell her we all did. Tell her I said samesies. But uh, Aaron finished it today. Was that today? Yesterday. Yesterday, cried. Yeah. on the road i was driving driving in a, in a rainstorm um and just had it like pulled up this is wow that's know, like never awful. mind, never mind. I, don't, I don't even want to tell this on, on yeah wow. um, uh, all right you're uh, on how i watch shows sometimes but i, I put it up on my dashboard <laughs> jeez that's yeah but usually when i do that i'm driving you know like, you could middle. do that in you know you could do that in and be safe a tesla yeah tesla but uh, the way I do it, I actually, it's like facing exactly where I'm looking. And I only do it when I'm on like ridiculous back roads for like an hour and a half. Um, so I don't do it like on the highway. But um, wow, my turn again. I just lost my entire train of thought. Um, hold on. I, I, you took, oh no, I wanted to say something about that one. That's what it was. Um, the ending to that that I can do this all day. You're, you know, I'm not going, you know, I'm, what did he say? What did Captain America say? I'm with you till the end. Of I'm the line. with you till the end of the line was like, I got chills just hearing you say that, you mm-hmm. know, like it just immediately gives me goosebumps. Like the way that ending was, was just, was just amazing. It really was. 
Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the first Avengers. Um, that to me was just seeing everyone combined. You know, and it reminded you, I'm I was never a big comic book guy. Um, yeah, you, you took one. I already. Good job. Proud of you. I already know what your last one's gonna be. It's gonna be my other one, but um, yeah. So that two. was what. I still have two. Oh, that's only my second one. Okay, you're right. But no, uh, Avengers, just just the movie in general, um, left so much to be told, but yet it was also just such an amazing story. Um, and seeing Loki in that aspect, and, you know, it's funny because you watch that and you think, wow, Loki's so crazy, but then you realize he's not even close to being the worst bad guy they're going to face. So do you – I mean, so did you start watching, like, Iron Man 2008? Is that when you started? Or I watched – yeah, I watched Iron Man – um as soon as it came out um and then luke kind of got me really involved in the avengers or in, in marvel i guess rather but i never re- i never got into the comics but da would always walk me through things and talk to me but no i i absolutely loved it so like do you remember 2012 because that's when that came out like that was a huge effing deal and now yeah. now it's like wait there's only one character in this movie <laughs> Dude, I remember where I sat in the movie theater, which movie theater I went to, and I was with Kelly. I remember everything about that yeah. exact night when I saw that movie. Even Kelly was like, who, wow, that was really I don't good. remember who I went with. Probably probably Camp, but yeah, that, I remember that. everything about it. Yeah. Um, am I up or you're up? You're up. What'd you just pick? Oh, Avengers. Uh, all right. Because I don't want you to steal it. I'm going... I'm gonna. I told myself I'd pick one TV series, so I'm gonna go Wandavision. Stealing it from you. That was rude. Yeah, that was rude. It was rude, but was you know, rude. you knew I was gonna pick that. Uh, I did. It's okay. You're still an asshole. Okay. The storyline, how they, the twists that were in it, how they have now brought in the X Men to the MCU, the ending. And don't say what happens. Just let people watch I won't, faces. But I I'm, mean, like I'm talking. I had I so I've watched the series twice. I watched it the first time because Lindsay didn't think she'd be interested, and then I watched it again over with her. I cried harder the second time on the ending. Yeah. Now the way you didn't mention one thing, and I feel this needs to be said: the casting of Elizabeth Olsen by far one of the top three castings in Marvel. So did you hear her original contract got, I don't know if leaked the right word, but her original contract was for two movies and a cameo. Thank God they rewrote that thing. No, she, I mean, so you, obviously at the end of Avengers, Avengers, no, Captain America Winter Soldier. I think it was Captain yep. America Winter Soldier, yep. where they show her and her brother was yep. like the first scene of her. You're proud of P- me right now. P- um, yes. And <clears throat> as you see her in, in all, Age of Ultron, you see her kind of come to fruition. <clears throat> Sorry, I have something in my throat uh, from that dang beer. Um, but then you see her in Infinity War and you see her in Endgame and you see her just in continue, everything out. Continue to develop. Every, yes. every movie or so she's been in, she's gotten better. 
but I mean, literally, I could full blown watch a sitcom of her right now. That's how I feel after watching WandaVision. It was that good, and she controlled that show. And like then, when she was on the screen, she was amazing. And then you got she, uh, Monica Rambo from yeah. Captain Marvel. They connected yeah. uh, Maria Rambo, and that's yeah. find that out in what episode three, four. Yeah, I think four. No, man. I mean that that I, connected into with Scarlet Witch, like that was it was all good. Yeah, no, everything about that show was amazing. It was Darcy by far... from Darcy from Th- the Thors, and then yeah. uh, Wu from Ant Man. Yeah, I think they're. I all, think the worst thing they great. did was they they didn't really market it that well. They kind of showed it in the beginning, and that's it. Cause they didn't want to give too much away, and a lot of people were like, "I'm not going to watch that." But now, once people like, I didn't really. I was like, I don't know if I want to watch that episode Even one. You're like, you you literally sorry, you literally go, "What the fuck was that?" No, I did. I was like, I don't know what I just watched. Like, yeah. it was no, literally you a signal. You had, yeah. But uh, the, that, then you realize it goes 50s, 60s, 70s, yeah. 90s. It was, dude, it was incredible. Yeah. It was so good. All right. So you picked WandaVision for your third. I'm going to go Thor Ragnarok. And it's funny I'm saying that. Great one. Because I actually hated it the first time I saw it. What? Yeah. But remind you, that was before I actually really got into Marvel. I was like, this because is that's what heroes do. Well, but like I just didn't like it because it was a little too sci-fi for me, um, dude. That was one of the in Thor Ragnarok. That was one of the best Loki scenes. And Chris yeah. Hemsworth is the one talking. Yeah, yeah. This one time we were kids. Loki knew I love snakes, so he turned it into a snake. And then when I went to pick him up, he turned back into himself, and he went, ah, and he stabbed me. <laughs> dude I, so i watched it again i forget when well when i was watching it in chronological order um, yes because that is and, the way i asked you to watch it and you did yes i did that and i i, I loved it i just absolutely so loved it so yeah. and it's funny because i remember thinking in my head like man i really didn't give this a chance like i think i just didn't like it that much and then but I mean, you always have to watch movies more than once and i remember just that that was another one where everything about it was great. Having the Hulk, having uh, Thor in it was just a great duo of the two, you know, guys who really can't be beaten. Um, and just having them together, and then showing, you know, just the whole movie in general, man. You just that was insane. I loved it. Um, and then obviously the oh my god, of course I forget his name. Uh, Goldblum can't be Goldblum. Uh, no, and then. Um... Valkyrie, uh, what's her Tessa Thompson? Oh, her introduction was so good. Yeah, and then his bro- sister Hella, that was great. Yeah. Obviously, his dad died, and I cried because you know. Yeah, no, that was a great one. All right, what's your fourth, buddy? Man, this is hard. Can you go again? I'll just based off what I got left. Well, I mean. And the thing with me is they are all so damn good. Um, I still, to this day, I'm going to base this off of the movie that I always find myself watching if it's on TV. Gotcha, uh, I, I, yes. I knew you I, were going to go there. So <laughs> it's good. Like, it's, it's just, it holds up. It, yeah. No. So Iron Man's great. Um, but if you watch it over and over again, you're like, okay, the rest are better. Um, well, two is better. Um, well, yeah, but that was like the first one. Like Incredible Hulk, 
they didn't actually think they were going to connect it in anything. But they ended up finally connecting it in some way. But Wait, Captain, Captain America, America wasn't before Iron Man. No. I'm saying like that's the one that really got people oh yeah. shit, this is going right. to be a thing. Like, yeah, and no, no doubt. And it's funny because, you know, this is before I knew to watch through the credits. Uh-huh. So I didn't, yeah, and that, that is the most important credit that you would miss if you don't watch it through the credits of that. Yeah. Um, so I really got confused. For You're talking about when he wakes then, up? Yeah. That's not in the credits. That's the end of the movie. Oh, I thought that was in the no, the end credit scene of Captain America is when uh, he's hitting a punching bag and Samuel L. Jackson comes in and goes, trouble sleeping? Oh, yeah, you're right. But just that movie in general is one that I just can't ever turn turn away. I mean, I just can't. It's just an all. It's just a great movie. And it, it just just seeing how Captain America develops and how he becomes who he is. But just, you know, it, I, I will never not be able to watch that movie. And it's just, it's fantastic. And I will always watch that if it's on. And that that's the only reason. But I mean, it was so hard to choose that because I know D-Day is going to hate this. And I don't know if you will, but I really enjoyed Captain Marvel. Um, D-Day hated it. I didn't hate he hated it. He hated her. He hates her because the rest of the cast hates her. Like Don Cheadle has straight up said he does not like working with her. Well, I've heard she's a she's a bit of a nutcase, and she seems like it. Um, but it's funny because I. But that's don't why she's mind. good for that character. Like, yeah, but I don't <laughs> mind her. I really don't. And I mean, yeah, I mean, you could have cast so many different people for that. That's a tough role, but I really didn't mind her. Um, that see right there, what you just said, that one, that one's a tough role to cast. Like yes, it yes. just is. Especially because that was at such the tail end. Because that was one of the last movies. That was Captain Marvel that was came out right the last one. Endgame. No, I thought yeah. that came out right before Endgame. Yeah, right. Before came Endgame. out after Infinity War. Yeah, because they needed to bring it up before Endgame because then they broke her out into it during yeah. obviously during Endgame. Um, no, I I really really enjoyed that. Um, but sorry, I don't know if I just took your last one. I doubt it. But what's your last one? Can I do the one I hated the most is my last one? Yeah, I want to know that. Uh, Thor, The Dark World. So bad. Plotline sucked. The way they... The, the second the dark, Thor? Yeah. Did the Dark yeah. Elf sucked. Like, it was just bad. Yeah, I didn't I didn't love that one. Um, I really liked Thor 1. I did Ragnarok. too, because because they weren't, they weren't quite ready with all the CGI stuff with Thor. And you right. could tell... But the storyline was still good. Like, you introduced Loki, you introduced Odin. Like, it was just good. Yeah, no, I agree. No, I, but, all around, I mean, it's hard to say. It's funny because, like, I don't, I didn't hate any of the Marvel movies. Um, I didn't love them all. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy, I liked them because they were funny and they were good movies. But yeah. I, like, they're did just you not watch something... the? Did you watch the second one yet? Yeah. Did you cry? Yeah. Oh, so bad. Nothing will ever cr- make me cry. Like I, I thought I was. I'm there, popping y'all. I know. I thought I was. I would die at the end of Infinity War. Um, more than I would have Endgame. Then you know, watched Endgame, and I. Well, you know, what? Even the, you know what? The ending of seeing... the ending of Endgame made me cry, but when when oh. Scarjo, oh, dude, I cried four times in Endgame in the theater. 
I think I, I think I know. And I, I mean, I, I like a baby cried at the end, like a baby. You want, you want to know what the part that made me cry most? And then we can end this podcast because I probably sound like a, yeah. Um, <laughs> was, was when Morgan asked, um, shit, what John Fiverr's character's name? Happy. When she, she asked yeah. Happy for cheeseburgers. He said, your dad loved cheeseburgers. Oh, I know. Because there's a throwback. That made me cry again. That made me cry Iron Man 1. Mm-hmm. I know. Yes, it was. Yeah. That made me cry again. Oh. Oh. I hate it. I can't even think about it. I remember looking over at Kelly at the end of the movie and just seeing her face. And she didn't see Endgame until we watched them in chronological order. Oh. Yeah. And I just remember, like, looking at her, like, and also when ScarJo died, she she had anticipation because I told her, I'm like, you're going to cry, like, five times. Like, she knew, so I think she already, like, was ready. But, dude, there's no – there's just nothing that will ever hit you the way – that Tony Stark dies because of the way they planned that out. Like he didn't want to go back. He didn't want to go back, but he knew he had to. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had a daughter like, Oh, uh, like everything about that was just so hard to watch. I am Iron Man. The only way to end that, the best line in the movie. Uh, so also, you know, I love Dr. Did you know that to say that I love Dr. Strange here. This is a thing because of all the articles and stuff I read. Did you know, Originally, he didn't say, and I am Iron Man for that scene. What did he say? Nothing. He just snapped, and that was it. So they filmed it once, and they were like, please, please, please come back and film it again. And he agreed, and that's the scene we got. I'm glad he came back and filmed it again. Like, yeah. I wouldn't have liked it. It was just silent. I know. I know. I do. I, I, if we, uh, this is the thing, like, we could go all day on this. Like, Doctor Strange was such a good movie. Yeah. Such a good movie. I mean, that, another app, Bender, ben, Benedict Cumber, help me. Benedict Cumber, Cumber Batch. Batch. I always said Bach. Batch. That he is the, he is one of the best cast again. Yeah. Like, such a good Doctor Strange. I think um, Olsen, Olsen might be number one. Oh, man. She's so good. Perfect. Like, I can't picture, like, this is the thing, like, like it's funny. We talk about Captain America, Steve Rogers. I Chris feel Evans. like I feel like somebody else could have played Cap. Like, uh, well, any, uh, it's just such an all-American role. Right. You know, I mean, a lot of people could have played that role. Did they cast it great? Yes. Yeah. Tony, or Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr., uh, that's tough, but you could find, Ryan no, Reynolds that, could have no. played that. No, no, no. That one's perfect. No, I think it's perfect too. But I'm just saying, like, because you want to find a quirky that is, dude. That is Robert Downer. Robert Downer. No, it Jr. is 100%. basically playing himself. Yeah, no, it is. He, yeah, he says that all the time. He says, yeah. "I feel like I'm, I'm me." No, I agree. I'm just saying, like, you find roles where you could have fit people in, and it would have been a successful movie. But if you haven't watched WandaVision, watch WandaVision. If you're still with us, because we're 80 minutes deep right now. But fudge. I know, fudge sickles. But all right, that's it. Like, share, subscribe, follow, get go, in the hat giveaway. Go, get Suns. Get in it. Get in it.
what are you doing with your life? You're not in this yet. Ask us a question. Let's go. Anyway, we'll be back. We'll be back back next week with Bruce. I'm on vacation next week. I just thought about that. Son of a. Son of a biscuit eating bulldog. I might still be able to do it up there. I can probably take an hour. Fair. You you let me know. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Because actually Thursday might be one of my free nights. So, um, yeah. But everyone, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Like, subscribe, Uh, pay attention to the Facebook page. Yeah, pay attention. And we out.